Sophia. Hello, everybody. It is the Bell and the Birdman postgame show live right now from the Gatehouse. Thank you for everyone tuning in that has been here on YouTube for the entire game. See Jalen Hurts absolutely light up the Minnesota Vikings. Jonathan Gannon remembers somehow to play defense and completely neutralize Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Slay with two interceptions. Probably should have had seven, and Kirk Cousins has three. There is still two minutes left in this game, but we decided, you know what? If the Vikings have given up on this game, uh, we might as well start the post-game show. Vince Quinn, what is going on? How, how are you, sir? Man, I'm great. This team got so much sharper. Like, that's really the overall thing that I can take away from this. Both sides of the ball, coaching, offensively, defensively, execution, offensively, defensively, just really sharp all around in every capacity. It's a dominant win. They got ahead on Minnesota early, 14 to nothing early in this one, and they just never looked back. I, I really haven't had a moment this whole game where I felt like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> not it once hasn't been there. They, they're, they're just as it's never felt like they've been an actual threat literally all night long. It's unbelievable from the opening drive to what I thought was some of the most brilliant scripted plays that we've seen from this coaching offense. Fucking finally, by the way, yeah. of just masterfully cutting up a Vikings defense and man, I'm I don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but I'm pretty sure Jonathan Gannon and everybody over there. Um, listened to the podcast, and so did Nick Sirianni, because whether or not they did or not, they gave us the presence that we asked for of coming out in tempo, coming out in no huddle, coming up as uh, we've got more Birds fans crossing over at the gatehouse uh, trying to beat traffic as well as they're enjoying this Kirk Cousins uh, uh, disaster. And just, I mean, over and over again, uh, to use the great Xavier Rhodes, I mean, they scheme their ass to death here in this one and that was clear cut from both the offense and the defensive side of the ball but seriously dude shout out to Jalen Hurts who, who probably like walking into this game most people were saying that like ah all you got to do is just hang back and let Jalen Hurts try and beat you with his arm and that's exactly what the Vikings thought they could do tonight they played this bullshit you know <laughs> three safety zone coverage like constantly leaving the middle of the field open large chunks open and they said, you know what? I know what you saw on tape from Detroit. Here's Devontae Smith, and fuck you, I can throw. That was basically, like, what happened tonight, and I'm so happy that we get to talk about this. Is there's almost pick number four. Oh, I'm feeling it. 53 seconds still to go in the game. But Vince Quinn, that's where I'm at. This team is just fine and going to have such a bright future with Jalen Hurts as long as he stays healthy, continues to get better, and it was all on display tonight, especially with his arm. Yeah, it, everything is starting to line up in the way that it's supposed to, right? Jalen Hurts, let me read you the full stat line, by the way, because it's it's really impressive uh, as my phone, of course, uh, goes on a black screen for a moment. Uh, 26 of 31, mm. 333 yards. Go ahead. One touchdown and an interception. I, it wasn't even really his fault. Kenny, Kenny. Gainwell just kind of bounced it off of his hands. This, this was, as we talked about through the live stream, John, this is a paper cut victory. Mm -hmm. Short. Quick, left, right, five yards, seven yards, 15 yards, 65 yards, whatever it was to Quez. Like, the balance Man. of everything was just absolutely on point. It started with the first drive, which was immaculate. 
That that drive was immaculate, as good as it could have possibly been. Everybody got the ball. Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, uh, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts ran one. Pascal caught a ball. Like they they threw it to everybody. They marched right down the field. They got a nice easy touchdown, and they never looked back from there. It, it just just great all around it for Jalen Hurts. That's who he's supposed to be. I think that's the best way to make the most of his talent and they just ran away against a pretty good team tonight. And, man, this is the beautiful thing, and I hope you can hear it. Oh, yes, those fireworks are going off right behind us right now as that is the final, and that is literally how close you are to the stadium and just the environment here at the Gatehouse has been phenomenal. So cool as Josh Sweat gets the sack on Kirk Cousins to end the football <laughs> game, and everybody sure. just looks around like they're dumb and like, all right, they had fourth and goal. They could have ran a play. They didn't call a timeout. They just let it tick off. So, yeah, the Vikings just gave up on the final drive and said, let's just get out of this and go home. Kirk Cousins, three interceptions tonight. Let's switch to that for a second, and then I'm happy to go back to Jalen. Jonathan Gannon tonight was awesome. I'll leave Reddick on an island for a second, but yeah. Jonathan Gannon tonight I thought was awesome. Plain and simple. Outside of the first drive in the third quarter when the Vikings came out and just kind of lit them up and scored their only touchdown, just masterful performance tonight. Yeah, no, look, they absolutely they held the Vikings to seven points. Okay, this is a Sean McVay-ish team. That's what Kevin O'Connell is. Ran a great game plan against the Packers last week. Just a really good dynamic offense. They had no answers tonight. They had no idea what to do. Uh, they had a couple of moments where, like, some of that same short, quick stuff that the Eagles were doing, they were trying to run that. They couldn't maintain drives on it. And, and they were just stuck. Run game didn't work. Pass game didn't work. Justin Jefferson, I mean, what was his stat line at the end of this? Six catches, 48 yards. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, they, they just couldn't, matter. They couldn't do anything of substance the entire night long. Uh, the most eventful thing that they really did was they blocked the field goal. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. And that and was it. Flip the field, and Kirk Cousins throws an interception to flip it back. Yeah. Like, it's it's just like, man, that really that really big. And, and offense didn't put the defense in trouble really at any point. Defense didn't put the offense in trouble really at any point. Like I said, the special teams were the only kind of really Noonan in this thing. I'm just like, oh, crap, is this going to be a, a way back into the game? And granted how we've, you know, seen how this weekend has ended with all the crazy scores. You're like, ah, oh, you know, let's not let's not celebrate until it's all over. But, yeah, I mean, like this is – it's Fletcher Cox looked like he was uh, the same normal Fletcher Cox again tonight. Hargrave, you and I commented, was just so, so much different than game one. Um uh, yeah, like, and and the corners just outstanding all night. I've got to apologize to to Epps too. Like, good lord, that kid can play. That wasn't just a line from the off season where it's like, yeah, he's here. We believe in him. Whatever the line was, I just assumed, and man, I assumed wrong. There's still a couple of kind of like dumb things that I think you know Jonathan Gannon's a little too passive on, but the blitzes were at the right time. The you know it's just it the the feel of the game. For Jonathan Gannon today, I think is what impressed me the most. Hit the right buttons at the right time, essentially. Yeah, and eventually Lady started to blitz a little bit more, and that led to Kirk Cousins shitting the bed again. So everything came together the way that it was supposed to. Uh, defensive line was getting home. Go Birds. Uh, so they were getting home. They were causing problems. Javon Hargrave was the guy that led to one of those picks uh, when when he threw it way wide of, of uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, right. And Slay got that pick. That was because of Javon Hargrave creating pressure up the middle and getting a holding call while he did it. So... All of that was awesome. And your point with Marcus Epps so far, it's been solid and on the same side with the opposite side of the ball. 
uh, Miles Sanders. Like, when those were the weak points of the team when we were evaluating them going into the season and those two guys are holding their own, this is a phenomenal place to be. I mean, two two weeks in for all the problems we can have and, and people can stomp their feet and whatever about the Lions game, the Lions are a little bit better than we thought. And you still won the game, and you are 2-0 and now going to Washington, who just got their ass kicked by the Lions. Mm-hmm. So get ready. Uh, which, by the way, we're heading down there uh, in a week, less than a week. We will be hanging out at FedEx Field with a 1,000-plus of us yelling at Carson Wentz for those exact reasons and a, a whole bunch more. But it, to get back to that and especially to compare that with Jalen and where this team is at, like, it's just he is so multidimensional. We have to start respecting that now. And the passing game, yes, is still not all the way there. But if you were so put off by what you saw in Detroit in terms of decision-making and where it's at, and I think I finally kind of have a little bit more of a grasp in terms of his mentality, but would you say Jalen Hurts is typically more a conservative quarterback and not necessarily a guy that's going to sit there and grip it and rip it. And I think that's great. Like, he literally is exactly what you want. He will juke you out of your shoes and know when to do it. He will know when to throw a bomb X amount, and it looks like it's a good opportunity to do so. Will he leave some chances on the field? No doubt about it. I don't think that's probably going to change that much. But I would rather have this version of Jalen Hurts for the rest of his career. He's running out there and not taking hits. He's, you know, avoiding pressure and finding the best play, the best option. That excites me because that's only going to get better and better and better. But tonight, like, it, I just, whew, I hope we saw that tonight. I hope there's a lot of praise for Jalen Hurts this week. Outstanding football game from him tonight. There should be, and, and especially when you consider that early on in this game, Minnesota's game plan was to limit his legs. They were spying him. Like, they they did not want him to run the ball. So when he's already affecting the game plan with the non-passing element of his game from the offset, that's a great place to be. And then, of course, when they finally turn their back on him because he keeps completing all these quick slants and pick plays and all that kind of stuff, yep. well, he runs for 25 yards and he scores a touchdown. It's just they, they didn't have an answer for him. And, and the question you need to ask yourself when it comes to Jalen Hurts and whether or not you're going to believe in this guy, because we all get caught up in franchise quarterbacks and Josh Allen's a fucking monster. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is a fucking monster. Justin Herbert is a fucking monster. All those different guys. The whole thing that you need to ask yourself, is Jalen Hurts good enough? That's good enough. Way good enough. And you can figure the rest out later. That's what it's like. You can go you can go do this thing right now. And and I think we all are starting to feel that way. Um, we were just looking it up on the live stream here before. 2-0, 63% chance that you end up making the playoffs. It's a good way to start. It's an even more impressive start if you're thinking about first-round buys. And I, I want to get back to the uh, – the offensive side, specifically with, like, the scheme and everything. Let's talk about that Quez touchdown. Sure. Whew, this is what happens, man. This is what happens when, like, it's Devontae. It's Devontae. I thought you made a great point during the live stream where it's not necessarily that big play, you know, punch out. We're gonna we're just going to keep throwing it down the field with our speed or whatever. It Tonight was jab, jab, bang, to, you know, jab, jab. Snap, jab, jab, uppercut, jab, jab, bang. It was just kind of like, we got you here, we got you small, we got you medium, and now we got you big. And it was this crescendo that led up to it, them coming out of mesh, out of five wide, out of all this stuff we haven't really seen really ever from from this offense. 
just uh, totally excites me. All the different stuff that got this offense going in the early uh, early going, that Quest touchdown especially. Um, I was just 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 beautiful. Beautiful exclamation point on everything that they were trying to do tonight. Yeah, I mean, think about all the stuff that we had going into this game. Some of the storylines from week one going in and how everything played out this week. Tackling, check. Offensive scheme, check. Defense of the coverage especially, check. Miles Sanders, he did it again, check. Devontae Smith, targets early and often, check. Darius Slay fucking had two picks. Like, the playmaking on every side of the ball, everything's there right now. I, I don't even know. The only things I can look at this game and really nitpick about, their two-minute drill was dog shit, and they were lucky that they got in the field goal range, and they still blew the <laughs> kick once they got there. It got blocked. <laughs> so that's that's a nitpicky thing. They and didn't then, score the second half either, if you want it. Yeah, sure. it's true. Yeah. So, like, those those are the things. But otherwise, like, big big picture with this team, what do you even talk about? Like, what, just- what, do, you, what do you worry about? You don't worry about anything. Now now it's just like I think you're just looking for opportunity at every every nook and cranny from who is who is the the contender that's falling apart that's got some nice pass rushing pieces or an extra linebacker. Honestly, like this kind of warms me up to like let's make sure the Bears are bad and go knock on the door when Rokon Smith is is not really available. I don't even know if you would want a Jesse Bates from the Bengals. Like who cares? Right now you don't need him. No. That to me is a waste of time unless, you know, uh, Charlie Garner just becomes like a, a complete, uh, uh, you know. Charlie Garner, Charlie I like Garner, that throwback. Throw that yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice pick from the vault. Charlie Chauncey, Chauncey, Gardner, Gardner Johnson. Johnson. There you go. Yeah, all the all the names, but uh, <laughs> like he to me didn't have that much of an impressive night. Speaking of like, if you want to get really nitpicky, there are sometimes we just like look lost. I'm sure, that's just a little bit of time. He just got here too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I there there aren't many things outside of like m- maybe needing a little more beef so Jonathan Gannon can dial up those blitzes in the first half along with the second half. Yeah, like I don't I don't know where where else you you kind of have like oh, a, a thing with this actually, team. Actually, I found one. uh Oh, what do you got? I'm seeing Hassan Reddick in coverage and it fucking oh, sucks. Oh right. It oh sucks. yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It doesn't work. And even in the opportunities where they try to change it, we're like, oh, he's a middle linebacker. He's going to blitz the middle linebacker. It's like, well, yeah. you're costing him a couple of steps. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't think, right now, they have no idea what they're doing with him. And for a guy that was the star of the offseason in terms of, like, two days into free agency, giving him $45 million, that was a big deal. Now, he's had a mo- he had one or two moments in this game where he almost might have generated a quarterback pressure. <laughs> ah, so, as in one, yeah. Yeah, which is not a sack. It's a not pressure. Not a sack. Uh, so, so he almost did that. But otherwise, I mean, when there were times where Kirk Cousins saw him in coverage, he was like, yeah, fuck this, boom. Yeah, and, like, it's just, I... Uh, maybe it's confirmation bias, maybe it's whatever, because it's two, like, really just weird games in a row. You know how obsessive I was with the Detroit game and all that stuff when I rewatch it? I don't need to rewatch what's wrong with Hassan Reddick. Like, this is the problem, and this is uh, – it's going to continue to happen. Fletcher Cox was the good side that we like to see. This is the best side of Fletcher Cox where you don't really worry about, like, okay, we just wasted a bunch of money on this guy, and, oh, well, the defense was still effective anyway. Last week, Fletcher is not effective, and Hassan Reddick continues not to be effective when Fletcher Cox is on the field. You have to get him into space. You have to stack him behind linemen. And until they start doing that, it's going to be a long pit of disaster for Hassan Reddick and everything else. But Cooper! 
birds. Go birds. We're getting a couple of those. I love this. This is so good. Good vibes here. And but they were at the tailgate. They were at the tailgate. Uh, I just don't think that um, there's going to be a great place for Hassan Reddick's future here this season as long as Fletcher Cox is is in there. I mean, well, and he played a good game today. He did. I mean, Fletcher Cox was disruptive. He, so for him to finally, well, not I say finally as if it's not week two, uh, <laughs> but he, he was really causing some problems today. Yeah, Reddick, they still don't know what to do with that. So it's it's and maybe that's just an ebb and flow thing and like he's going to have games and Cox won't or uh, Cox will and he won't, which was tonight, or maybe we're due for a Josh Sweat game soon. Like, he almost had a – didn't he almost get a sack fumble and then they called that back? They, yeah. He did. Then they had and a face a, mask. Got a sack at the end, too. I think that was him. Yeah, so, like, sure, he was he was doing some stuff. So, like, it's it's just waiting. Hey, we have – Were you at the game? Oh, come and say there hi real go. quick. Yeah, there you go. Got here, they've got a, mic- we got a microphone wanna, right here, here if you want to come say hi. i got a microphone for you right here. So, uh, so what's your name? My name is Franklin. Oop. Brooklyn, and let's get uh, Brooklyn's mic there on. There we go. All right, Brooklyn. Hi, Brooklyn. How, Hi. how was the game? It was really good. Yeah? And, and what'd you like about it? What made it so much fun? I mean, besides people screaming. <laughs> it was obnoxious, but it was fun and stuff. It was my first game. Oh, awesome. Oh, no that was your word. first game, and you're wearing the right jersey. So what did you think of Jalen Hurts tonight? He was good, but sometimes they need to work on how they score Yes, yeah, we were just talking about that. So uh, what do you think? Should we be pretty hard on him, or should we be okay with him this week? Maybe, since it's like kind of the first week and stuff, just go soft. But if they keep acting like that, just go hard on them. (laughs) All right. I I love that. I like this, Brooklyn. (laughs) Brooklyn, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. And uh, Oh, nice. Uh, We're taking the Vikings down without a peep. Four weeks later, we will... Oh, we will put, put the, put the Cowboys, Cowboys to sleep. Go Eagles. Yes. Hey, love it. I love this, Brooklyn. That is amazing. Well, uh, thanks so much for stopping by. Can we get a Go Birds before you go? Go Birds. All right. Yeah, there it there is. There it is. Brooklyn, uh, right, yeah, you, you too. too. Thanks, get Brooklyn. Get home safe. Bye, guys. Yep. Smile and pop right there. <laughs> That's a See? night. Amazing. So we'll take it easy uh, with uh, with the birds in, in terms of over-analysis this week. We had some fireworks go off right there, and... Uh, you know the one thing that is that is missing from from all this wonderful post game love. What? There's no fucking liquid death. You wanna know why? Because it's stored at my fridge, and I can't wait to get back to it after a night like this. We've been drinking beers like crazy. We've been going through every type of wonderful and delicious, my uh, mind you, salty food on the planet. And all I can think about is that cold, refreshing, refreshing mountain steel water that is gonna go down my gullet and murder my thirst the moment we get home from this post-game show because, man, oh, man, there is nothing like it, and I don't know what it is, but it's got magical powers. It is just the best mountain water from the Alps, right, Vince Quinn? It's That's so all it good. Is. It's, it's so good. It's delicious, but in that cold can when you get it, if it's been in the fridge for at least four hours, oh, it's the best-tasting thing in the world. On top of that, you don't have to throw that thing away into a New Jersey uh, landfill because that's where all your plastic single-use stuff goes. And you know that they are coming packing when we say we're heading to Washington because they don't want any of that crap around. So they are sending us three pallets of this to our tailgate. They believe in us just as much as they believe in them. Uh, and we appreciate about them. So go to liquiddeath.com slash bell right now to get every case that you order shipped on their site, shipped to you for free. And... uh you know, I mean, the shipping's free, not the cases, obviously. I hope I was clear on yeah. that. Uh, but uh, it is so awesome. The seltzers, the flat water to the regular OG 
black uh, seltzer cans. Uh, just amazing, Vince. And, Quinn, and so. one other piece of news, John. Ah, ah yes. Hoodies. <gasps> That's right. We've got hoodies. I forgot to mention that. Congratulations. I can't wait to get a hoodie. To everybody, uh, yeah, including to all ourselves. Of us. Yeah, it's great, great job, everybody. We did it. About to get cold. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hoodie season. Hoodie That's season. Why I'm congratulating everybody and girlfriends are excited to steal them. <laughs> yes, uh, actually, uh, my wife won't give any of my hoodies uh, back to me. And so. my girlfriend just gave me the stink eye. She's right <laughs> over there. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, because uh, the Vikings lost in such a miserable fashion, uh, uh, Drew over there at phillysportsshirts.com. Uh, which is where you can go find our stuff, phillysportsshirts.com slash bell, I believe, Yeah, for that and as well. he's in the Discord, too. 20% off because they won. We agreed to this before we, we, we got to the game. 20% off all of those hoodies right now. First time you're hearing about this because they just got in the store today. So very excited for that. And if you missed any of this between Liquid Death or Where Are Hoodies At, just go to bellandthebirdmen.com, and it is all there for you. Uh, that being said, we have got to address... One big thing before we get out of here in this post game, and then I would love to hear all your thoughts on uh, on some of the small stuff we might have missed. Justin Jefferson, you little bitch, you son of a bitch! I can't believe all of the stuff that you have talked all week leading up to this, and maybe you didn't even really mean it that way in particular, but. I mean, when you say things like, I'm happy that I'm in Minnesota and I'm glad that Jalen Rager's next to us and all this crap about yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's this tweet from Kyle Brandt before the game starts. And I want to make sure this is perfectly clear of where this dude's head was at. Justin Jefferson thought he was going to be so badass today, walk into the link, have a billion receptions and a billion touchdowns, that he had some thing planned for the NFL Network interview. That's what Kyle Brandt tweeted out, right? I have that correct? Uh Where's the fucking interview? Oh, that's right. You lost the game because you're a mediocre to okay wide receiver who is stuck in the worst part of football, which means you have got to get a ball thrown to you from Kirk Cousins. So enjoy that contract and enjoy the miserable life you're going to have in Minnesota. And you might as well drive up to Duluth and start drinking that Blackberry brandy because that's all you're going to see for the next couple of years is dumbasses telling you how great you are in the worst franchise that will never, ever win a goddamn thing so let me tell you justin jefferson i'm perfectly happy in my seat with aj brown and Devonte smith who could outplay your ass on any given day and just walk back on into there if you want to test that out ever again sit down shut up enjoy your dumbass padded stats in minnesota and never win a fucking thing again because joe burrow ain't there baby he's not walking through that door and neither is that defense or anybody else you are stuck in the cold tundra of who gives a shit for your rest of your career and i'll be sitting over here enjoying a jalen hurts super bowl you dumb asshole enjoy jalen rager and the rest of it so just wanted to make sure we got that clear before uh, he left the program. And I'm, I'm happy to leave on that note. Holy shit. <sighs> Kyle Brandt said if the Vikings win, do not miss Justin Jefferson at the post-game press conference tonight. So Still waiting. So, <laughs> with that being said, we're just going to keep it nice, short, and sweet. Because I want to go get some of that liquid death. I want to enjoy the rest of the gatehouse uh, food that uh, was left here. Because there's a ton of it. And we're both fat. And we agree to that. Yeah. And... We love to eat, and we can't wait to see you guys down here. This, ladies and gentlemen, what you are witnessing is not a simple playoff run. This is not a division winner. 
This is not Jalen Hurts smiling for two weeks and us so we can feel fuzzy about, you know, God knows what over the next couple of weeks. This, ladies and gentlemen, what you are witnessing is a Super Bowl run. That guy that we just saw play quarterback is going to be in the MVP conversation. Why do I feel so confident about this? I've been saying it for two years. Now that A.J. Brown's here, changes the whole thing. He even said that. Yeah. Like, come on. Russell Wilson is a dead dog. Carson Wentz is going to be shot and going to be turned into glue soon. And Howie Roseman was right. You know why you know why he was right? He was featured on the broadcast three times tonight. I don't know what they said about him, but I know they flashed over there. So if you're not on board, get on board. Thank you so much for watching and subscribing because I know you're subscribing if you're watching on YouTube, and that helps us out so much. Give us a thumbs up and say hello, and make sure you're rating us five stars on Spotify, Apple, and wherever else you get your podcast. Vince Quinn, final words. What a fucking game. And ladies and gentlemen, I can't wait to see you in Washington. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! See you guys.